So good. So good. God is so good. I love it. But what I'm, what I'm talking about today is that love has a purpose. And, and, and love has a beautiful agenda, and that's to, to go to the rest of the world. And that we can bring that same miraculous power and the love of God to the rest of the world. And that love, by its very nature, is calling us out, is calling us to people, is calling us to share that love. Yeah? And that God is going to move mountains. God moved a mountain in her life. God is going to move a mountain in your life. God is going to use you with dynamic faith to be able to move mountains around you in your cities, in your communities, in your, in your church, in your businesses, in your schools. There is going to be mountains moved. There is going to be bodies healed. There are going to be the dead raised. There are going to be the sick, that, that the blind that can see, the sick that are healed. I believe it, guys. I believe it. And that's all it takes is it's just aligning ourselves with that belief that, God, you got it. And I can do it too. You told me I can do it, and so I'm going to go do it. And so I'm going to talk about that today. Thank you, ladies. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm just going to start with some prayer. Is that all right? let's put our hands out. I thank you, Jesus, that you're in this room right now, that your spirit, your presence, your power is in this room, that you're releasing miracles, signs, and wonders in your church and your body. But more than anything, Father, that you are here with your love. You are here with your love. And I thank you, God, that you created us for love and that we get to love others. I thank you, Father. Father, let us be conduits of heaven. Let us be shapers and shakers of our communities. Let us see revival and renewal come through our hands. Yeah. Let's run the good race that's set before us. Father, would you help us? Help us. Oh, just moving right now. I'm going to let him move. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's see if I can see straight. <clears throat> uh, in, the, in the New Testament, there's one command that Jesus gives to us. There's one command. He gives a commissioning, but he also gives a command. And you can look through it, and there's one command that he gives us. One command in this new covenant, this better covenant that we have with him. And that's out of John 13, 34 through 38. It says it like this. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another even as I have loved you that you would also love one another. By this, all men, say all men. All men men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. That's good right there. I could be done. (laughs) 
Passion Translation, it says it like this, I will give to you a new commandment. Love each other just as much as I have loved you. For when you demonstrate the same love I have for you by loving one another, everyone, everyone will know that you are my true followers. It's a new command. It's a new law of love. It's a new covenant that we've entered into. It's a new standard. The the Pharisees had heard that, um, that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, so they wanted to go up and they wanted to test him. They wanted to test this, this Jesus, this, this teacher, this prophet. Matthew twenty two thirty through 40 says, But the Pharisees had heard that he had silenced the Sadducees. They gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him, a trick question. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to them, that you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And on these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. There's something in there that I want to point out. One, Jesus was, was not stay, restating the great commandment, but he was answering a trick question. And there's, there's a key piece in there. Just, I want to reread 39 real quick. And, in, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And on these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. The law and the prophets was an old covenant. It was an old covenant teaching. Love thy neighbor as thyself. That's conditional, isn't it? Love thy neighbor as thyself. On a good day, you might get a lot of good love from me if I'm living out of that commandment. On a bad day, you're gonna get it. I'm not gonna love you as much, right? It's conditional. And so that's why Jesus said, a new command I give to you. A new command I give to you. Let's read it again. Love each other as much as I have loved you. For when you demonstrate this love, the same love that I have for you by loving one another, everyone, say everyone, Everyone. will know that you are my true followers. This button comes undone. Let me know if it does. Guys, love has a purpose. 1 John 4, 8 says that God is love. Love has a purpose, and that is to love one another with the same love as Jesus. God is is calling us to a place where we can go and we can release that same love that he has for us. What's important is for us to be filled with that same love, right? Right? So we go to the Father now that we have all access. Jordan was talking about it earlier. Now that we have all access to the Father, Jesus came with an agenda, and that was to bring us into our sonship. That was to bring us into adoption. We now live as children of God in the fullness of our inheritance that we can say with all love that I've received from you, I'm going to then go and love others with that same love.
John 15, 13, greater love has none than this, that someone lay his life down for his friends. Jesus was under a command from the Father to go and demonstrate the greatest love, the greatest love that we would ever see. See, he realized that to lead, you have to demonstrate. Heaven responds with radical love in a command and a commissioning when we partner with heaven and we can do the same. It's radical love. It's radical love. It's radical love to say with all of my authority, everything that I have, I'm gonna lay that down. I'm gonna come down here and I'm gonna give you the love of the Father. I want you to be a part of this. I have up here, I have everything. I have the Holy Spirit. I have the Father. I can live in this communion of love. But I want to come down and lay my life down for you and bring you up with me. I want you to bring you into this love, this great romance that I have with God. I want to love you with an everlasting love, a life-fulfilling love, an abundant love, a providing love. Heaven responds with love. Jesus talking about his own life. No one has taken it away from me, but I lay it down on my own initiative. That's good right there. I have authority to lay it down. I have authority to take it up again. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is resurrection life that lives on the inside of you. In Matthew, Jesus gives power and authority to the disciples to be able to cast out demons. But after that, he still says, it's better that I go. There's something more than just the power and authority to move in miracles, signs, and wonders. It's, it's, it's the habitation of God. You are brought into a relationship, into a communion, into unity with the creator of the universe. This cosmic love, let's, let's bring it down. Let's bring it down. Sometimes that's too big. Jesus came for you, for you, for you, for you, so that you would know the fullness of his love. It was never his plan to leave you in sin, sickness, and death. Never. He always wanted you to have the fullness of love. He always wanted to promote you to that place. He always wanted to bring you into the power of that relationship. Because he, love, love has a purpose. It's what love is. Love can't exist in the room. The power of God can't exist in the room and, and not have miracles break out. It's impossible. The power of love had to love and had to love others with that same love. It's by nature who it is. God is love. There's that button again. I'm talking about there's a spirit of breakout. I just didn't expect it to start on my shirt. <laughs> Baby, why, why didn't I wear an undershirt? 
See, Jesus, I wanna read, I'll read John 10 real quick. The commandment that I received, I received from my father. See, God gave a command to Jesus. Will you go? Will you go to them? I wanna bring them into this. I want them to know this love. I want them to experience this love. They have to have it. Yes, I'll go. Jesus, in, in perfect obedience to the Father, out of that command of love, by the true nature of who he is, came to bring that love to you that we might be able to be partakers of that divine nature. You're partakers of a divine nature, yeah? So Jesus was under a command from the Father to be and demonstrate the greatest love of all time that we would be eyewitnesses. Love has a purpose. And Jesus turns with burning eyes of love to us and he says, follow me. Follow me into the danger. Follow me to the unloved. Follow me to the broken, to the hurting, to the dying, the ones that there's no one else willing to go to. He turns to you, looks into you with those burning eyes of love and he says, will you follow me? Because I'm going. By nature, love has to go. Love has to love. It's, it's who he is. And I believe that that when you receive that gift of his love, it just starts to pour out of you. It just starts to radiate out of you. We are partakers of a divine nature, but what that looks like in our communities is that when we walk into work, there's something different in the atmosphere when we walk in there. There's something different that when we, as partakers of this divine nature, of this divine love, of this purpose that's inside of us that starts to leak out all over the place. I don't know what it is, but something's different about you. It's Jesus. Something is different about you. Something has shifted. It's Jesus. He's right here in my eyes, and he wants to love you. He wants you to be a partaker of this love. Are you ready to meet him? Love responds. There's a lot going on on this earth today. And love is responding. The nature of Jesus is responding. And he's doing it through his body. He's doing it through his church. He's doing it. I'm going to argue he's going to do it with people outside of his church because they are partakers of that love and they have a desire to love and they've said yes and they are hungry. Love responds. Love responds by laying down its own life for others. Love responds by running out to meet the returning prodigal with hugs and kisses. Love responds by healing, embracing, unifying. Love invests, empowers, encourages, grows and provides. Love is relentless. Love never fails. Love never fails. Better yet, love doesn't look at your failures as failures. Love picks you up, lifts you to where you belong and says, try again. 
I've walked through a season in my life where I thought it was done. I was gonna take all the promises that God had spoken over my life and just say, I'm done because it's not gonna happen. But love came and it spoke that sweet word to me. I'm not finished with you yet. I'm not finished with you. And when love spoke that word into my heart, doors of opportunity flung wide open. Sometimes it just takes us focusing our eyes on love, focusing our eyes on Jesus, letting him love us. And I believe that the the Father wants to bring an encounter today of radical love. But I believe that there is a response initiative that heaven is calling to us right now. This city is crying out for, for God's true followers to respond with love. This city is aching. This, this community, this, this nation, this state is aching. There is, there, is, there is something that's in this city that wants the true children of God. All creation groans, we know that. But I believe that right now that, that there is a groan inside of this city and, and, and that we will be recognized by demonstrating the love of God that he will be recognized by us demonstrating the love of God. I'm hungry, guys. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. It's not that I'm just hungry for myself and the love that, that, that God can contain in this, in this little body. Maybe that's why my shirt's popping open. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm, I'm desiring after God to love this city. I want to receive more so that I can give more. I want to receive more. I'm not just asking for me when I go in. When I go into his presence, I'm not just asking for me. I'm asking for all of them. I'm asking for all of you. I've been asking for all of you this week. Everybody over the podcast, everybody that's listening right now, everybody that would be affected or touched by this message because I've been, I've been so hungry to see God, to see Jesus get his full reward. I want the fullness of God to exist. I want the fullness of God to, to be evidence to the world. They will know that we are Christians by our love. Not by our good theology, not by our well wishes. They will know that we are Christians by our love. Paul says to Colossians, I'm contending for you that your hearts will be wrapped in the comfort of heaven and woven together in love's fabric. This will give you access to all the riches of God as you experience the revelation of God's great mystery, Christ. There it is right there. I love this verse and the way that this is written in the Passion Translation because I think of the the comfort of heaven. Jesus said, it's better that I go so that the comforter comes. It's better that I go that the teacher comes. It's better that I go 
so that you could have the habitation of God on the inside of you. There's something higher that God is calling us to, and he's wrapping you in the fabric of love. He's wrapping you in the fabric of heaven. Woven together in love's fabric, that you be wrapped in the comfort of heaven. Who needs some comfort right now? I bless you in the name of Jesus that you'd be and receive the comfort of God. Look at me, now I'm fidgeting and trying to open my own shirt. Last time I'll make the joke, I promise. Let us manifest the fullness of Christ's love, not out of the keeping of of law, not because there's something higher than love thy neighbor as thyself. We're not in a conditional love anymore. Let's do it out of the fullness of God that the Father has, through Jesus, placed the fullness of love inside of you. Let's love with that love. We We don't do things, we don't not do things out of, yeah, um, out of out of keeping the commandments, we do it out of out of our love. I don't I don't want to hurt the Holy Spirit with the things that I do. I love Him, I honor Him, and I want to see Jesus get His full reward. So let's go. Let's respond with love. Let's go into all of the world. Let's go into our communities, into our grocery stores. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. We were at Thrive last Thursday. I was reminded by four hungry girls that were so impacted and so ready to see God shape and shake the city. I was reminded of hunger. I was reminded of love. I was reminded of of what it looks like to have that hunger on the inside of you to see change happen. And so I poured out everything I could on them. But they gave to me something that I think was a greater gift, and that was a hunger inside of me to see Charlotte see her king, the Queen City see her king. It was after that, um, we were hanging out in here, and uh, Jordan and I were in the sanctuary. We had an encounter. We had an encounter with an angel. We were talking um, that, that came, and we asked it its name, and it said it was awakening. I believe that God is bringing an awakening to this city. I, bring, I believe that God is bringing an awakening to this nation. And I want it. I want it, guys. I'm, I'm so hungry, and I want it to start here. Yeah. I want it to yeah. start in this place. Only for one name. This is a bigger than a gate thing. This is, this is bigger. This is bigger than us. There's only one name, and that's Jesus. There's only one name, and I... I desperately, I have such desperation and such hunger inside of my heart to see everyone loved with that love. And, and I believe that God is bringing the prodigals home. He was talking to me about bringing the prodigals home. And, and I'm preaching now, but I, I saw them coming home and I saw them coming through our doors. I saw them flooding into our doors. 
and we have to respond with that love. But I also saw us going out. I saw us going out to bars. I saw us going out to schools. I saw us going out to these places to find them. Because I love that picture in the prodigal son story that the father runs to meet the son with hugs and with kisses, with the embrace. It's the embrace of heaven that we are releasing when we go out into the public. It's the power and the presence of God, but it looks like hugs and kisses. And if that challenges you, good, because we need love. We need to love. I believe that God is releasing an awakening. I believe that God is stirring things up, and I believe it starts here this morning. It's impactful. It's powerful. It's, it's something that he's calling to us to be greater. Because I want to go to the highways and the byways to find them. I want to go, I want to go to the red light districts to find them. I want to go to those places to be able to, to love with a love that this world has never seen before but God. I want to love with that. Are you guys on board? I know you are. Um, when we were encountering this angel, um, he, he had this big present. And I saw this gold-wrapped present, and it had a red bow on it. And he took this gold present, and he shoved it right into my belly. And he said, here it is. And I've asked God for revelation on this present. And he said, I'm releasing the gift of my love. I'm releasing the awakening. I'm releasing the awakening. And I believe that it not, not just come, it's, it's coming through you guys. You guys are the front lines. You guys are the ones that are going out into your schools, into your communities, in, into your homeless shelters, into the red light districts. You guys are the ones that are going out into those places. I want to be a releaser of that conduit. I want to be a releaser of heaven. I want to be a releaser of the anointing of God that, that empowers you to go. Acts 4. The disciples get pulled up before a judge, and they're saying, well, what power are you doing these things? They saw on them that they were just ordinary men, but, but healing because they had spent time around Jesus. It's by love that we do these things. It's by the power of love. It's by power of grace that we do these things. There is an access in heaven. There is an access in you. There is a divine nature that's inside of you that we are releasing these things. It's the power of God that is going to make this movement. Are you guys with me? All right. So here's what we're going to do. <laughs> here's what we're going to do. I'd like to first give a commissioning to you. I'd like to speak some words over you out of Ephesians. So if we can, can we all stand up? Ephesians 3:16 through 19. And I pray that he would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory 
and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with divine might and explosive power. I'm gonna read that one again. Hold your hands out if you aren't yet. Get ready to receive a gift. And I pray that he would unveil within you unlimited riches of glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with divine might and explosive power. Then by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside of you and the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your life. Then you will be empowered to discover what every holy one experiences, the great magnitude of his astonishing love of Christ in all its dimensions, in all its dimensions. How deeply intimate and far-reaching his love how enduring and exclusive it is. Enduring love beyond all measure that transcends our understanding. This extravagant love pours into you until you are filled with the overflowing fullness of God. The overflowing fullness of God. God, right now in the name of Jesus, I just release the commissioning to go to all the world. I just believe that God is even stirring a dream up in your heart that you're just saying, God, it would just be amazing if, if this happened, if that happened, if this happened. It'd be amazing if my whole school got saved. It'd be amazing. It'd be amazing if I walked into my business and everyone got healed. For you working in the hospital, that you walk into the hospital room and leave with everybody. God showed me visions of walking in, into morgues and walking out with everyone. Yeah. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, feed the poor. I bless you with the outpour and the commissioning of the spirit. I, I bless you with the gift of the awakening. I bless you with the gift of God. I bless you with the fire of the Holy Spirit. I bless you that he would release love in you and through you that you would know and have the fullness of the God in the inside of you, that you would have the fullness of love imparting himself to you and imparting himself to others through you. I bless you as a conduit of heaven. I bless you as a conduit of the power of the Holy Spirit, that electricity would just be alive on the inside of you, that fire and electricity, the, the, the lightning of heaven would just roll through you, that when you lay hands on the sick, they would recover. Wow. That when you lay hands on the lame, they would walk. When you would lay hands on the dead, they would rise that power would come out of your mouth. The Lord has been speaking to me about creative miracles coming out of our mouths, that we're called to prophesy, that we're called to prophesy and speak his word as little Christ, as little creators, it's who he is. And I see the fire of God coming through your mouths right now that as you speak his words into your communities, as you speak his words into your nation, as you speak his words into the people that are around you, it's going to live. The life, the light, the love of God will permeate out of your mouth and fill the people around you. 
here's what we're gonna do for ministry time. I've put a blue tape around this entire sanctuary. And we're gonna stand on that. And I'm gonna release an impartation with my team. We're gonna release an impartation over you. We wanna lay hands on you. We wanna lay hands on you for the releasing of love and the power of the Holy Spirit in a greater measure of your life. I believe you have it. I just wanna see a greater measure come in you. Impartation to laying of hands is foundational doctrine. Uh, Hebrews talks about, let's lay, lay aside the foundational things like raising the dead, and laying hands on people. <laughs> it's a foundational doctrine of who we are. And so I wanna lay hands on you. I wanna release the power of the Holy Spirit into your life in a greater measure so that you walk in miracles, signs, and wonders. You walk and respond with love. You walk and respond to a world that's so hungry to see God move. They're looking for a real God. They're looking for a real God. And that was one of the things that, that has, has been just a highlight moment of my entire life was when I realized that Jesus was alive. It's, this is not a dead love. This is not a dead God. We are alive in him. He is alive in us and we can respond with that life. So here's what we're gonna do. There's blue tape all around the sanctuary and what I'd like to call you to do in just a moment is to go and stand on that blue tape, shoulder to shoulder. We're gonna squish in, there's a lot of people in here, but it is all around the sanctuary. So if, if you don't fit on this front line, there's more lines around the, the uh, sanctuary. So I want you to go and stand on those. And my team and I, we're gonna come around and we're gonna lay hands on you one after another. Bop, bop, bop.